Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. This is part three of our series on live a life worthy of his return. Because we, we all believe that Jesus is coming soon. Uh, the end time events, the things that was predicted even by our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 24, Luke 21, also written in, uh, in the book of Mark. Uh, we see them happening in our days. So we know uh, that the return of our King, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is near nearer today than 2,000 years ago, right? So our prayer is that each of you might receive a, another revelation on how to prepare for his return. You see, when Jesus comes, it's going to be, of course, uh, it's going to be a mess. You know, he's going to overthrow kingdoms on this earth. But the thing is, uh, for us as believers, uh, it's like a graduation day, you know, uh, where uh, our deeds in Christ, the things that we did that glorified Him will be rewarded, will be acknowledged. Just like, you know, remember during graduation, when I believe, I hope that every one of us have attended a sort of a graduation in schools. We know that... Uh, the school will recognize, you know, the, the things that their students have done good or whether academically or uh, in another form or maybe in a sports where they represented the school. You know, uh, the thing is the same thing. Once we're done, is ah, our lives is up, you know, uh, when you are called... <laughs> Or when Jesus comes, there's going to be like a grand graduation day for all of us, okay? Uh, that is why it is very important that uh, we understand the importance of being ready, of preparing ourselves for His return, okay? Because He is surely coming. So now the question is, how should we live our lives for God? How should we live our lives worthy of His return? Now, what does the Bible say about how we should live our lives? Matthew 24, 44 says, so you, must, so you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect Him. 1 Peter 4, 7 says, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and be sober mind." Be and of sober mind so that you may pray. Colossians 1.10 So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. So this is what we're going to talk about. It's about, you know, a life worthy of the Lord. And it says in Colossians 1.10 And Please Him in every way, pleasing to Him in every way. It's, it says, bearing fruit in every good work. Meaning to say, 
uh, we are expected, you know, to to give uh, a positive output like uh, uh, deeds, good deeds. But we don't do it to earn salvation b- because uh, the good deeds w- that we do comes naturally from within us. It's because that we were saved, we, we have the Spirit of the Lord in us. That's why it caused us to, you know, it, 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 it transforms us and causes us to move uh, in, in His will. Okay? So, let's see. So number three, we are uh, point number three or part three of our series in uh, life, live a life worthy of his return. Excuse me. Okay, um, let me read to you the first scripture. Okay, feed the hungry, care for the poor and needy. Something's in my eyes. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, it says number point number 3 feed the hungry, care for the poor and needy. Is this important? Maybe to some of you this is, you know, this is something that is too light that is, you know, maybe some of you think that this is not weighty, not so important, but let me tell you. I hope that uh, as you listen uh for today's topic uh the Lord will tweak your heart. <laughs> the Lord is going to tweak something in your heart. I hope that you will change your mind in the way you look at the needy, okay? And the poor people, because you see, are they important to God? Well, in our society today, uh, the poor uh, is not that important. You know, you know what's important in today's uh, society? The people who are in high places, you know, like people uh, who who that we see in high position you know they have a title they have position they have rank so when they come you know most people pay respect to them because they are somebody you know their names have a lot of titles before their name and after they, their names there's a lot of letters you read okay so they are uh, important okay to this world but there is something different that you find when you read scriptures. Because for God, character is everything. Okay? Character is everything. So let's, that's why today, part three, feed the hungry, care for the poor and needy. Okay? Is this important to God? Now, look. Uh, about caring for the poor and the needy, you know, this pandemic, okay, since uh, 2020, opens a lot of door or opportunities for us, you know, to apply what we will learn today, to apply what we need to do. Uh, yeah. So what does the Bible say about feeding the hungry, caring for the poor and needy? Okay, so scriptures, Deuteronomy 15, verses 7 to 8 and verse 11. Okay, this is uh, during harvest Season. So this was uh, the Lord's instruction to the Israelites. Can um, can you read, Karil? Yes. Deuteronomy 15, 7, 7 to 8 and 11. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns of the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted 
or tight-fisted toward them. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. Wow. You know what? Uh, if you look at Israel today, you cannot say that they are like uh, a poor country. <laughs> they are uh, at the cutting edge, you know. They, they're, they're always uh, leading in technology, in science, in, in everything, okay? Even in weaponry. And, but here's the thing, you know, God bless them with wisdom, yes, I know. But, but the word that says there will always be poor people in the land. Okay, so by default, in every place, in every country, whether that country is so rich or not, okay, so, uh, uh, so successful or not, still, there will always be what? Yes, poor people in the land. Okay, so again, there will always be poor people in the land, therefore... God says, therefore, I command you. Now, this is a, not a suggestion. I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. All right? So, I hope you, you got some revelation there that uh, the, the, this is really a command. Now, no, wait, wait. Do you know somebody who is poor? Do you have a neighbor who is poor? How about in your, you know, in, in school or in in, uh, in in your place of work? Okay, maybe in the, in the market or in in the business world. You know, are there poor people? Do you, do do you find them as you walk along the road in the streets or do you see poor people? So, you see, if you try to understand, God has a special concern for the poor. Now, you know, what's the point of meeting God someday and that we don't have, uh, we have not done anything that glorified God while we were on earth, <laughs> right? In, in, in a Filipino context, you know, when Filipinos travel and they go back home, there is a term that we call uh, pasalubong, okay? What is your bring home, okay? Something that you would bring home for your family, for your friends. So in the same manner, what is your bring home when you, you, you graduate from this earth and then you, you stand before God? What will you bring, Okay. Uh, with you to present to God, okay? And so here is an opportunity. Uh, we are discussing it today. And the Bible says there will always be poor people in the land pertaining to Israel uh, at this particular scripture. So, so, therefore, God said, I command you to be open-handed towards your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. So, amen? So, uh, Leviticus 19.10. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Wow. 
So, so from Deuteronomy 15, okay, um, uh, Le Leviticus 19, and can you finish to Deuteronomy 24, 19? Deuteronomy 24:19 When you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf do not go back to get it mm -hmm. leave it for the foreigner the fatherless and the widow so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands Wow So what do you think Karil is this uh, important to God the foreigner the fatherless and the widow Yes, very important. <laughs> yes. Well, it is important to God because, you see, uh, we read, we just read it, okay, that uh, if you do, if you harvest, uh, don't go back. Don't harvest the second time and, and try to pick some of the fruit that was left over or, or that fell to the ground or, you know, give it to the poor. This was instructed by the Lord. So, you see, we read Leviticus 19, Deuteronomy 24. Why is that? Because God cares for the poor. Okay? Let me write that. God cares for the poor, the needy. What else? The fatherless. The foreigner, widow, hungry. So God cares for them. Okay? Now, good for you. We have internet. We have, you know, a place to live. We have a place to sleep. We have, you know, maybe you who are listening right now, you have work. You have a business. You you have, you know, you, you're, you're so stable. Okay? Compared... To the poor, to the needy, to the fatherless, to the widow, to the hungry. They, and you know, every day in the streets, they're like, you know, hoping that somebody would come and show mercy and would feed them. You know what? If you feed them, God is touched from his innermost being. It is something that, you know, could tickle his, his, his heart, his because God is a compassionate God. God is a loving God. And when God sees you stretching your hand to help the needy and the poor, that's why the Bible says, you know, if you do that favor, if you leave the second harvest to the foreign, to the fatherless, to the widow, that the Lord your God may what? Bless you in all the work of your hands. Wow. That's why there's a lot of people, you know, they are so committed in, in feeding the hungry. You know, we uh, in, in Agdao, the fire school, they, they Sir Eric uh, Miller and Ati Casey, they have this ministry. They, and they challenge a lot of people to support the feeding ministry. Because you know what? Feeding is really a ministry. <laughs> And you know what? The the very person, the number one person that you know that that re receives the glory and and, and takes joy, oh, and 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 you know who that that's gladdened because of what uh, uh, that ministry does is the Lord Himself. Wow! Right? So. 
So God cares. Okay, again. God cares for the poor, for the needy, for the hungry, <laughs> for the fatherless. So I hope uh, you got something out of that. This time, uh, let's see and let's compare. Let's, let's make some comparison concerning fasting. You know, we know fasting is important, uh, not just for us. If you fast, it is good for your body. If your body can take it, okay, uh, not everyone is uh, physically fit or prepared to fast, but it has good benefits for the body uh, of the person uh, who will skip meals uh, for cleansing, detoxification. And at the same time, it's humbling ourselves before God. And so you see in the Bible, fasting is important. And we see the, the, how God honors uh, those who fast and answer their prayers. And, and, and the anointing is greater when they do crusades and things like that in ministry. When they fast, okay? So the, mo the greater moving in the Spirit, steering in the Spirit, and uh, more people are getting saved when we pray for the lost, when we pray and fast. Okay, so I I'm not against fasting. But there is something that we read in Isaiah about, you know, what is a true fast for the Lord? Because these people who fast, uh, they fast, they humble themselves to God for a day, but uh, it doesn't co uh, coincide with with their lives. Do you understand? They they fast. Fasting is good, okay, but their lives doesn't coincide with their godliness, okay, with their godly thing. So let's see that. Okay, the kind of fasting the Lord has chosen or a fast acceptable to the Lord over a day of skipping meals. Isaiah 58, 7 to 12, please. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Mm. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and mm. to provide the poor wanderer with shelter mm. when you see the naked, to clothe them, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Mm. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and He will say, Here am I. Wow! You see, uh, the favor of God. You know, the favor of God is something that we all want. To have at all times, right? But you see, uh, that's why people pray and fast because they want God's favor. They want God to accept uh, their offering. You know, they they're asking deliverance or maybe healing, restoration from God. But 
if you fast with the wrong attitude, uh, if you fast with a, a, a heart that does not care for the poor, does not care for the hungry, what kind of fasting is that? So, in comparison to that, okay, attitude, you see, God would rather prefer a fast that does uh, good to the poor, okay? That's why he said, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh? So here's the thing. It is so simple as that. If there are people, they don't have clothes because they don't have a house to stay. They don't have a, what do you call that, a drawer where the clothes, yeah, wardrobe. wardrobe. <laughs> they don't have uh, such things. They, they just have what they, what they wear at the time. And then you, if you open your wardrobe, you see a lot of, you know, good-looking or maybe unused, <laughs> unused dress, or maybe, you know, you can get one that fits the person that you think doesn't have any. That small thing that you do is a big thing unto the Lord. And I want you to realize that in this world, we have so much opportunity to help people. And the only way for us to do that is to open our eyes and our minds to the Word and to the people around us. Okay, That's why I told you, especially now through the pandemic, a lot of jobless people, we know that, you know, what can you do? Think about what can you do to bless them, to help them. So they can eat. They have something to eat. That will bless the heart of God. Okay? So, um, alright. So that's why you see God will come to your aid. When you call on Him. Okay, when you call on God, He said, Here um, I, he will answer you. You will be a priority in, in God's hotline. You know why? Because you cared for the poor. You cared for the needy. Because that is more important to God than skipping meals. Okay? Than trying to do like, self, you know, humbling yourself and doing this self, uh, I mean, um, uh, I mean, fasting, you know, or sacrifice to, to get God's attention. You know what? The, even if you fast, that doesn't really get God's attention. You want God's attention? Okay? Do the right thing. Okay? And you will get His attention. If you want God's wrath, <laughs> keep sinning. <laughs> but you know what? Do not anger God. Do not offend God. If there's someone you, you must not offend, that's Him. So, so, what are the things that would you know, bless the heart of God, gladdens the heart of God when you extend your hand to help the poor, the needy, the fatherless, the widow. Alright? 
Now, let's uh, look into Proverbs. You know, Proverbs is a general book of wisdom. <laughs> wisdom from the book of Proverbs. The Proverbs 14.31. Let's read that. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. Wow. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. So be careful, guys. Be careful, especially those of you who are in high, you know, uh, status, and then the a poor comes to you asking for, you know, a little help, or and then you you try to oppress and and you show, and then you 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 know. Instead of love, of uh, care, or what you, you reproach, you know, um, well, that's not good. I'm just telling you, it's not good to do that. Proverbs 19:17 says, "Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and He will reward them for what they have done." Wow, whoever is kind, the poor lends to the Lord. And he will reward them for what they have done. You see, when you help the poor, when you any anything that you do good for the poor, okay, you are doing it unto the Lord. That's amazing, right? This is amazing. <laughs> in Cebuano, uh, in Bisaya, ang ginoo pang utangan sa tuah. It's like God is indebted to us because uh, we extended help to the poor. So, do you want that? <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, it's so simple. Now you understand that this is something that really blesses or touches the, the, the core, the, the heart of God. You know, he because he cares. He's so concerned for the poor. That's why anything you do for the good of the poor, for the good of the needy, okay, blesses the heart of God. All right. So whoever is kind to the poor, uh, kind to the poor, lends to the Lord. Hallelujah. That's, that's a wonderful scripture right there. Proverbs 21, dear. Can you read? Whoever um, shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Oh, so and reap. <laughs> Whoever shuts their ears to the, uh, to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Yeah, that's why I told you, you want God's attention? Do him a favor by helping the poor, uh, giving to the needy. But if you do not do that, you know, you cover your ears, your eyes, you don't see anyone to help, nothing. Oh, when you're in need, when you cry out to God, okay, it's like God's eyes are closed, his ears are closed. <laughs> I don't really mean literally, but that scripture tells it. Okay, read it. That's uh, what, what Proverbs twenty-one thirteen, right? So what you sow, you reap. So that's wisdom. Learn it from Proverbs twenty-one thirteen. Now let's read Proverbs twenty-two verse nine. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. Oh, <laughs> I like it. So you see, the the generous will themselves be blessed. Why? For they share their food with the poor. 
Okay, so, you know, when you share your food with the poor, you know, not counting it or you don't tell them, hey, every 15 days you pay me this much, you know, <laughs> just share it, okay? I mean, it, it's good to do business, okay? But when you see a person who cannot pay you, but is hungry, come on, guys. You know, you, maybe you own a store in, in the market. And then people buy, you know, people can buy a lot, especially the rich. Okay, those who have cars, they, they can buy. But what if somebody came and so hungry and, you know, so skinny because they lack protein and, and then comes to you and say, Mom, sir, I'm so hungry. Can I have anything? Do you have anything to share to me so I can eat? I can eat my last. If your heart is not crushed with that, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. <laughs> because a person who has the Holy Spirit in them is filled with God's love and you cannot turn your face away from people that come to you with the empty stomach and you turn them away. What kind of person are you? Are you a person? Okay, I hope you understand that if you think there's, you can do nothing now because you have the crisis and no, 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 no. no, people, those people in the streets who are hungry, they were not affected with COVID or anything. They're they're okay. They don't wear masks. They, but a lot of them lost their mind. Okay, but because they're so hungry. But the thing, the point is this, that we cannot escape from the truth that there's a lot of poor people around us. A lot of people that are in need of help. And, the, and this truth also exists that there's a lot of people who can help that are not aware that they are that they can help because they don't see the people that they that needs help why because the hearts are closed the eyes are closed and maybe they don't know the word of god that's why we're preaching about this today because we want you to be aware where the heart of god is Okay? It's not in your accomplishment. It's, it's not in your title, in your position. It's not in your, you know, because you're a dignitary. You, you, you became somebody, someone in your community. That's not it. That does not bring God glory. What brings God glory is that when He entrusted you, when He gave you entrustments, you would do it and use it to bless God's people, the people that God cares about, the needy, the poor, the hungry, the fatherless, the homeless, the widow. Wow. Okay. And, 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 and the thing is, open your eyes. You know, I, I, I remember, okay, I'm going to end. 
Okay, we are going to continue about this. There's a lot of scriptures in the Bible that concerns about the poor. But, but I remember the song of uh, um, Keith Green. You know, don't close your eyes and pretend the job's done. <laughs> what a song! Don't close your eyes. And pretend the job's done. Okay, let me type that. Don't close your eyes and pretend the job's done. Because there's, the truth is, there's a lot of things. There's so much, to, right? There's so much work to do, friends. So if you're looking for a ministry, this is one of the ministry that will really really get God's attention because God cares for the poor. Okay? So, if you have this ministry, I mean, you don't need to announce it. That, that's another thing, okay? When you try to help, <laughs> you don't need to take a picture and say, hey, <laughs> you know, in, this, in today's culture, you know, they, they always post pictures of people of the people they help okay and and um, you don't need to do that because god sees it sees it and god will bring it to account god will you know the lord will review it one day and you will see um everybody i mean everyone will see one day that you did it that you extended help to the poor to the needy okay so you don't need to post it on facebook you don't need to Put it somewhere, okay? So now we're, hallelujah. <laughs> brother Gideon says the, what's that? Uh, preach it, brother, the social. Yeah, that, you know, the bonga people, the social. <laughs> Man, maybe you could share those, you know, those, uh, or sell some of those uh, what's, what do you call that? The, this, this thing, a lot of things that that hangs in their ears, the, the earrings. They, I mean, maybe you don't need all of them. Maybe you have one a big box of <laughs> treasure. <laughs> maybe you could, you know, just just go to your wardrobe and uh, or look first. Look around. Okay, walk. Go somewhere and pray to God. Okay? Do a prayer walk. While as you walk, you will see a lot of people that are in need. And then pray to God, Lord, what can I do to help that person? Lord, what, what can I do to help that person? And then go back to your house and try to consolidate what you have. Maybe you will find something that, ah, this thing fits that person and that person on this, on this bridge or on that area. And then go back. The next day, go back. Pray again. Do a prayer walk. And then try to give it to them. And, and, and share with them the love of God. So friends, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, one. What? One. Two. Three. Oh. <laughs> We're not even half, right? Of our topic. <laughs> We're not even half. Actually, the 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 scriptures I I gave 
are all are just part of the full scriptures that I prepared that I researched on. That you must understand that we are going to continue this part three. So this is part three A. <laughs> part three B will be next week. Okay, so don't miss it. <laughs> A part four, but it's still on feeding the hungry, caring for the poor and needy. It's it's just that. But I'm telling you, oh man, there's a lot. There's a lot that we can do right now. The door is wide open. So much opportunities for us to do it. Okay? And God will commend you one day. So thank you so much, friends. Again, don't close your eyes and pretend the job's done. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.